Welcome back to Split Decision. This week on episode 30, we're going to preview UFC Vegas 85. Dolidze versus Imovov. That's going to be for a chance to move up those middleweight rankings. From there, we're going to draft our top five teams. And then we're going to get into our first week of pick your own matchup. And then, as always, we'll get back into stakes and takes. That's going to be our betting segment where we give you our best kind of guess, if you will, for this week's matchups. But first, before that, don't forget to like and subscribe and head to splitdecisionpod.com where you're going to see all of our podcasts, our top fives, previous graphics, and more. Again, that is splitdecisionpod.com. All right, let's go. Let's jump straight into week one of our 10 straight straight week of UFC fights. This is going to be exciting. We go Leading from up U- all the way to UFC 300, right? Right. That's what I was going to say. From UFC 285, which is this Saturday, all the way to UFC 300. I think there's only a one or two week break in after that anyway. But I love the long stretches where we get kind of back into our groove of fighting. But as always, this one's going to take place in the main, in the apex, kind of the best place, in my opinion, for fight nights. I don't know. I'm wishing in 2024 the UFC would have made a resolution to move away from the apex. I love the live crowds. I'm kind of tired of these apex fights. Well, maybe maybe I think we're keeping them, though. Maybe it's a scheduling thing where they can put so many together because they're in one place. I don't know what it is. In that reason, I like it because we get more fights per year. And look, as always, we're going to cover the main card. And this week we have six main card fights for you. Yeah, a little bit bigger of a main card. Nothing got canceled, which is. Well, I mean, I think they were it's almost Wednesday. banking. Chill out, bro. I think they were almost banking for one. Well, I mean, to get now canceled. that you said that, it's, it, on a Wednesday, there's going to be one four of them by. are going to be yeah. canceled by the by the time we're done recording this. But let's start with the main card opener: Gilbert, Gilbert. Urbina, Charlie Radke, the Trek Radke. Buffalo, and yes, Ameri- two Americans taking. A- Two Americans taking on each other. Seven and two Urbina, eight and three Radke. How's this one looking for you, Alex? Dude, Urbina's one and one in the UFC. Did you see what uh what Jimmy comes from? First fighter I've seen from this gym officially. No, what gym? BMF Ranch. That's Cowboy Cerrone's uh, gym. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, wow. He's uh he's big, dude. He's got like a three inch reach advantage. He's six three against five ten. He uh, strikes Urbina's a favorite. lot. Strikes a lot. Um, and, well, I know in the rankings how they do it is only um, in, in UFC fights. So he struck a lot in his two fights. He hasn't been the most active guy, though. Like his last fight was, uh, I think, of May, March last year. Yeah. And then no. before that, it was in 2021. So like, right. he's not a guy that fights a lot. But it's interesting to see. And he's taking on Radke, who won to know in the UFC. So ne- neither guy has a lot of experience in UFC. Right. He's um, got a unanimous decision win over Mike Ma- But Mathurina. five straight wins total. Mathina? Yeah, I think it was Mathina. Yeah. Five straight wins total. He's proven he can win either way anyway with three KOs, three subs, three decisions. I mean, I think this is a, a good fight to open up the main card. It's going to be an exciting fight. And I think it's kind of a toss-up. I agree. I, th- I think the odds. I mean, you got a Urbina with minus two ten odds and Radke with plus one seventy five. I think the odds should be a little bit closer on this matchup than you know the the current lines. But I still think Urbina is going to win. I think that that TKO victory 
you know, kind of pumps him up, gets him into a better camp, kind of gets his mind right after after coming off a loss. I think that's going to help him, you know, win this fight against Radke. And, you know, I, I initially I disagreed with you, but I think after reading, talking with you in the last 30 seconds about this fight, I think I got to go Urbina, too. I think I agree with you. Let's go. New I Year's resolution. Young, Let's stop thinking too much. I think he's the young up-and-comer guy, even though he's, I mean, neither guy is really a vet, but he's a younger guy. I think he gets the dub. Sweet. Look, let's move on to Aliskab Kizriev in the middleweight division. Look, this is another big one, 12-0. He's putting on his undefeated ranking of five KOs, four subs, three decisions against Mahmoud Muradov. But his, think about he's undefeated, uh, Kizriev. Only right. one to know in the UFC. He hasn't fought since March of 2022, so almost a two-year layoff. You're right. He did. His his one fight in the UFC is a rear naked choke over Dennis Tolulin, which is cool. And you're right. That is in March 2022. Muradov is 4-2 in the UFC. 26-8 and eight overall, so he's fought a ton more than Kizkarev. Uh, yeah, and he look, he, he sorts, you know, his finishes right often. He's got 20 total finishes, 17 KOs, three submissions, Six decision victories in his own in his own names, kind of doing anything he's needed to, you know, win either way. Yeah, and you know, I honestly, this is one looking at everything. I'm kind of undecided on again. I had a pick coming in after doing a little research after talking with you a little bit. I don't know about that pick anymore. So look, let me let me try to convince you. Kizriev, he's a southpaw. He's an engaging striker. And I think he's got the typical Russian grappling, all right? Muradov is an orthodox striker. He's got power and solid ground game. I think on this one, I I got to still go with Kizriev just because he's putting his undefeated on the, on the line. He's 12 and 0 when favored. You know, when he's when he's a minus on the odds, he's 12 and 0. Brother, he's 12 and 0 overall. Right. I don't think this is the time for a Russian to get upset against an Uzbekistani. I don't think this they're, is they're happening. They're called Uzbeks. Uzbeks. Yes. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Thank you for uh, enlightening me. But I'm going to go with Elishkab Kizriev for my pick on this fight. I think I got to agree with you. Too many times I go against uh, one of our first rules we had of like the Muslim-sounding Russian guy. Never pick against him. Even right. though he's fighting another Muslim-sounding guy. But that's a new back as I've been. <laughs> I got to go with the Russian. I got uh, Hisriev as well. So let's move on to the only woman fight of the night. I would say women's flyweight. Regardless, <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, civil war battle of two Brazilians. We got Natalie Silva, 16 and 5, one draw. I'll say on one thing about a woman's fight it's never civil. True that, brother. Taking on Vivian Aru, Arujo, Arujo. I'll give you credit. VV. Uh, she's 12 and 5, 6 and 4 in the UFC, Silva 4 0 in the UFC. How do you see this fight going between the two Brazilian uh, women? All right. So VV lost three of her last five fights. That's not that to is correct. totally but discredit her. She, she has lost fought against some uh, Amanda Rebos, Alexa Grasso, Caitlin Chukagian, Chukagian. Sorry again. I'm a white guy that can't pronounce anything. But she's she's lost to high-level fighters. She's 6 and 4 in the UFC. But on the other hand, Silva's 4 and 0 oh in the UFC. 
She's got two KO victories, two decision victories. Vivi's last nine fights all went to decision. I know, I saw that. That's too. the That's one thing that like that that hurts her for me when you have when you're only when you're going up against somebody like Silva. Silva ten straight wins and she's gotten UFC finishes. Right. She's got five KO victories in her career, seven submission victories in her career. At least in the past five fights, she's gotten more. There's a huge age gap in this too. Silva, 26. Vivian, VV, 37 years old. So you got to. Did you already say that Silva's on a 10 fight total win streak? 10 fight total yeah. win streak, 4-0 UFC. I think everything in this uh, points to Silva getting a win. And I think she probably gets the finish too. You know, it's an interesting fact I I read. Silva is 4-0 against Southpaw fighters in the UFC. Well, that means she's 4-0 overall in the UFC. I know, but it's weird that she was booked against Southpaws four times in a row, and then this is a, a fifth time. I think fifth time's a charm. She's going to win. I go with Natalia Silva to win the fight. As you said, the Civil War, I agree, but it won't be Civil. All right, now let's take... We go to the next fight. Not a Civil War, a Jamaican taking on a Russian. We got Randy Rudeboy Brown... The giant for the division, 6-3, taking on Muslim Salikov, King Kung Fu, King of Kung Fu. That's a crazy nickname for when your real name is Muslim Salikov. And you're from from Dagestan. And you're from Dagestan, and your nickname is the King of Kung Fu. You're from Dagestan, and you don't wrestle. Look, I love it. Unanimous decision victory over Wellington Terman was his last fight for For Randy uh, Randy Brown. 11-5 UFC, but he's won four out of his last five. He lands a lot of heavy strikes. He's a big, a long dude with a long reach. And he didn't lose to, like, no-name guys. He lost to Jack Della Maddalena, Vicente Luque. I mean, he's not losing to anybody. I think, honestly, Randy Brown is, like, one solid camp away from, like, being a true contender in the welterweight division. He's all around good because he can finish you on the ground, too. He chokes people out a good amount of times. But he's taking on Solikov, who's primarily a uh, striker. Right. Six and three in the UFC. He's lost two out of three, though, including his last fight in June against Nicholas Dalby. A unanimous decision. Right. Uh, as we said earlier, stand-up guy from Dagestan. You don't always see that. They're known for their elite wrestling. Uh See, two sub victories, though, you know, it, it shows that he knows how to do it. He just doesn't lean on it. Yeah, but I he's mean, got 13 KOs just showing that he loves to throw hands. And the four decision kind of leans into that. He says he doesn't want to just go to the ground and, you know, do an arm bar or rear naked choke. He wants to fight. I think he's going to win. I think Muslim Salikov is going to win. He's got three KOs in the UFC and three decisions in the UFC. I I truthfully think he's going to go in there with the intention of stopping Brown. The plus 210 odds on his name, I think, are ha- a heinous crime. See, I, I disagree with you. I got rude boy Randy Brown getting the dub. I think the length is going to be too much for uh, Salikov, and I think Brown is the better all-around fighter. So I think Randy Brown, Jamaican, gets the W uh, on Saturday. I think either way, when I write the recap, it's going to be ridiculous to try to make a pun off of these nicknames. Rude boy. And the king of kung fu. All right, moving on. Co-main event. Renato Carnero. Moicano is his nickname. Moicano, better known. Better known as Renato Moicano. Taking on the chin. Yeah. The crimson chin. The crimson Drew chin. Dober. He's a monster. Both guys are great. Uh, this is interesting. 
Renato Morcano comes in 17 and 5, 10 submission victories, 7 decisions. Zero KOs. Right. That's very interesting. He's like a Ben Askren type. He's not actually trying to fight. He's trying to wrestle. I mean, he's fighting because he's choking guys out and getting finishes, but. Lost five times in his career, three KOs, one sub, one decision. Nine and five UFC. He's won three out of his last four, though. Uh, last fight being in November of 2022. So he's taking quite a break. Right. Which was a round one choke out of uh, Brad Riddell. Drew Dober, 27 and 12 in his career, 14 KOs, six subs, seven decisions. I mean, Dober's won. He's 13 wins, eight losses, one draw in, the, in his uh, UFC career. Four out of his last five fights have been W's, though. So he's kind of been on a good, uh, a good streak, a good run. Right. And his last fight was an impressive round one victory, uh, a TKO. So... Dober has had some trouble against, you know, he's he's lost uh, four times to submission. That's only second to being like he's only been knocked out twice. So we don't. His last five fights have all been KO TKOs. He's right. lost one of those, but he's been on a different uh, different trajectory. To, yeah, he's kind of turned a corner the past five fights. Recently, I say recently to just kind of say like in the past few years, he's only been sub to names like Is Islam Makachev and Benil Darush. And even that was three, four years ago. Right. So I think when, when this fight comes in, you got, you know, hands versus somebody who's going to like heavily lean on his wrestling. Drew Dober knows how to wrestle. He's got six sub victories in his career. He can do it if he has to. So I think his defense with the power of his hands, I think that's playing directly into a Drew Dober knockout victory here. I agree with you. I think he's going to be able to stuff a couple takedowns, get a get a good uh, shot at uh, Morcano's chin. I think he gets the knockout. I got Drew Dober. So let's move on. Last fight of the night, the main event. We got the Caucasian, Roman Dolize. Taking on the Frenchman, Nasserindi. Is that how you say his first name? Nasserdine. Nasserdine. Imavov. Imavov. Not a typical French-sounding name, but there you go. We got the Georgian taking on the Frenchman. Uh, Dolizev, 12 and 2. Never been finished. Taking on Amavev, 12 and 4. So two guys that have pretty good records. Before Vittori, Dolize was on a four-fight win streak. Dolize. The only That's reason the only reason I say it like that is because in it was that a tough span, loss, but he was going strong. He had three KOs in that in those four fight win streaks. He was on his rise and then he had a bad fight. But so the right. question is, can he continue that? Is he going to pick off where that rise was, or is this fight going to that loss going to derail him? Well, he's six and two in the UFC, so it seems like he's done this twice. You know, he's gone on this you know kind of win streak, taking an L. Win his streak, last three an wins L. though have been finishes tko ko's so it seems like he's not a guy he's not gonna play point fighting right he's gonna go out there and try to knock you out now Imavov's kind of the same way you know he's four two and one in the ufc he had a no contest to chris curtis yeah most he had one in, in his last two fights he hasn't got a dub with the then, no contest and a loss to sean strickland right now here's well, sean my, Strickland's not a bad loss here's my kind of my right i agree with that my kind of thoughts are if Everything's like even on the ground between the Caucasian and Imovov. If everything's even on the ground, who wins on the hands? You know, who wins in a, in a fist fight? Who wins in the ground exchange? Like, you think it's Delize? I think it's Imovov, actually. I think Delize gets the win. I think the Georgian. Uh, I think you're fucking stupid. 
Well, that was mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think he's six and two in the UFC. I know uh, Imovov has four wins. I just think he's used to winning a little bit more in the UFC. I think he's gonna pick up well after that. It wasn't like he got knocked out cold. Where like, yeah, the fight was stopped. He gets fucked with you. You lost by decision. Yeah. I think he's gonna come out. He's gonna pick up where he left off. I think uh, Dolize gets a dough. Well, that's interesting. I hope we. Uh... Well, neither one of us can go perfect. So we'll see how it goes with only two weeks left. All right, so we're back at the Apex this weekend, which means our top five doesn't have a theme to pick from. So we're kind of going out there. We decided on teams this week. So top five teams. This doesn't necessarily have to be sports teams. I have a question. Go ahead. What constitutes a team in your mind? I looked it up. It's a group of people. Uh, is there a certain amount? No. I think probably more than two. I was well, think- no, two's a team, though. You would consider that a team. But I think it's just a group of people Maybe. working together make a great t- towards the greater good. Uh, what is it? The uh, Wait, some of the parts... Wait, towards the, it has to be towards like good people. No, well, like you said the towards greater the greater good, good for the team. Oh, oh, okay. for the group prosperity of, of the for the people. I yeah. got you for the people involved. What do you think? I'm a square. Look here, son. <laughs> you square. All right. So let's jump into this. I think you get the top pick this week. I do. Oh, uh, I mean, you could go a lot of ways with this. I think I'm gonna. Man. There's there is a bunch. You're right. There's a bunch of ways you could go with this. You could go this. You could go that. Um, I'm gonna go full nerd. I'm gonna go with the Avengers. You know, you talk about go for the greater good. They're not going for the greater good of their team. They're going for the greater good of humanity. It's all propaganda, bro. Yeah, whatever. It's all fun to watch too. It's entertaining. It is very entertaining. It was on my list. Uh, I was only gonna take it one to spite you. If but I it did, was on my list. If I did a heinous crime to you. It was on my list. Yeah. I think the Avengers, I mean, it's it's solid entertainment, solid comics, uh, still running. You know, it's it's just, it's solid, solid stuff. They all stand for, you know, true, true good things and all that jazz. What's your number one? And then I guess you follow that up <laughs> so with I a solid So I see your Avengers two. and raise you uh, like a real life version of them. I have the allied powers in World <laughs> War Two. It's America, that's Britain, that's Russia, that's France. Beating the Nazis, what greater good is there than literally beating the Nazis? That's what the Avengers is based off of, beating the Nazis. <laughs> that's definitely uh, what Captain America was based off of. I mean, it changed the whole world. That's funny. That's a good pick. Changed the whole world for the greater good. It's a very good pick. I have things like that. I love like history. That. I love World War Two. I think that's a, it was a great team. Some people didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Some people like, like who? We don't gag. No, semantics. let's get into it a little bit. But like the who? Americans, who didn't hold up their <laughs> the end? The Americans came in and they got things done. We were the, we were probably we weren't the leaders, but we were like the 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 guy that came off the bench that nobody knew about. And we're like, holy shit! And now he's the star. Yeah, because we kind of like kept the peace in World War One, and then World War Two, like you said, we just showed up and we're like, hey, shut the fuck up. We're doing this now, and we did it. Yeah, that's a good pick. What's your uh, what's your number two? My number two, I had a, I didn't know where to go with this because I want to, obviously there's a lot of good sports, there's a lot of other good non-sports teams, but I'm going to go. There's, yeah, there is a lot of I'm going to go the 1990s slash Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls, uh, six titles, they made the NBA explode, everybody knows Jordan, he has a popular shoe, 
I mean, the team. What can oh, you, that's six, all he has. Six, he has a popular shoe. Well, I mean, like the <laughs> whole brand. I meant. Dude, it's like shoes that you can't even get anymore. It's ridiculous. He started athletes having popular shoes. Uh, I mean, he is yeah, like the scratch. athlete shoe industry. The I have Bulls the 95, 96 titles. Bulls on my list, so I'm going to just scratch that yeah, off. Yeah, I have That's... the entire dynasty of those Bulls yeah, yeah, on my exactly. list. So That's I'm... my number two. I mean, I think it's the greatest, one of the best sports dynasties of all time, especially in our lifetime. So there uh, you go. Very, very solid. I have, I have to agree. 90s Bulls were nostalgic to say the very least all right number two for me i'm gonna see your number one with the allied powers taking a stand for real life justice and i'm gonna go with the team that led the manhattan project i had that on my list the manhattan project team led that's by, one is it for the greater good it was for the greater our greater good you know somebody America's made a good point. Greater I think good. it was John Stewart. He says, "If you would have just dropped that off the coast, like a hundred miles, and been like, that's your warning, it probably would have worked too.' <laughs> you didn't have to drop it on two cities." Yeah, but the team didn't decide that, as we <laughs> saw in the three-hour movie. Yeah, that the is true. The team was they working for the greater good. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about the government's change to you know to the plan, or to they were they were talking about making it possible. That the is team true. I'll give you did. That. Heavy work. Manhattan Project team led by Oppenheimer. Great movie as well. Christopher Nolan, goaded for sure. We got to do a, a top five directors or something one day. Or something like that. That's hard, but... <laughs> or something related, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, Manhattan Project's my number two. Number three... Whew. This is, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with something that... I'm going to go with my sports team here. Not my sports team, but the sports team for, you know, my list. I'm going to go with the 92 to the 95 Cowboys. I had them on my list. You know, the Troy Aikman. Of course you picked the Cowboys. The Emmitt Smith. Michael Irvin. It was a dynasty in its own right. They won a few Super Bowls together. Three out of four. It it was quite a run. Hopefully the Cowboys fans never see it again. Shout out, Dad. Uh, but yeah, the '92 to '95 Cowboys. I had those posters on my wall when I was a kid. They were they were pretty cool. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I mean, they were a lot like the the '90s Bulls, except they didn't have that second three peat or like you know, right? Like a, another run. They just didn't keep it. Yeah, it's because uh, Troy Aikman <laughs> had too many concussions. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the Cowboys they they were America's team. That's a good pick. That's when they well, that's not when they became America's team. That's when they reemerged. Yeah, I, think, I, I was reading today the seventies. They 70s, started in the seventies, but that was when they like reemerged as like, right. America's they they team. got those titles in a row. It, it became a lot for them. All right, what you got for number three, and then your follow up for number four. Oh man, so this is where the rubber meets the road. Do I do another greater good pick? If you were a rascal, flat would uh, life be a highway right about now? <laughs> do I do the uh, the greater good pick? Everything's the greater good with how you explained it to me. No, I meant greater good as in humanity, like how you meant it. Not greater good as in the team. Oh, well, you've already gone greater good in humanity. That's why I followed it up with humanity. Yeah, but do I do that or do I continue? Well, brother, it's your list. I think you you do what your heart says. Greatest teams. This one may be controversial. 
did they really do what they claim to have done? Dude, you, are you, if you say Nazi Germany, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> no, I'm going to do the Apollo 11 team. team that oh, landed God on damn, the moon. that's on my list. Team that landed on the moon. Uh, only controversial. Of course, I'm not picking the Nazis. Chill out. Only controversial because there is skepticism whether they actually went to the moon. They have footage. They were jumping around all goofy. Yeah, being all yoinked up on a wire, maybe. You never know. But I don't know what not, They figured out I don't when know they what had not like gravity computers feels like. that look like calculators. Or that were like the bandwidth of a calculator nowadays. Right. And they sent somebody to the moon. That's the thing that screws everybody up is they say, oh, your phone has more power than the computers that send somebody to the room. To the moon. Yeah, it has more power. It doesn't have the capability, though. That's the difference. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a translation issue for like most people. We also don't know what not gravity feels like. So you could move all goofy. Yeah, you may like you may look like you're on strings. Yeah, you may. I don't know. <laughs> it may look like it's too dark to really exist that it was filmed in Hollywood. I don't know. Once upon in Hollywood, once upon a time in Hollywood moon. says things about somebody it. made a good point that said, you ever notice we stopped doing cool shit once we stopped, we started cracking down on smoking cigarettes? And they said, go look at the pictures of the Apollo 11 team. And literally everybody's in there smoking a cigarette while they figure that shit out. Nicotine. Brother, at all times, I am bordering between going back to nicotine. <laughs> Just at all. I'm teetering on the edge. So Apollo 11, that's my third pick. The moon landing team. I mean, I think that's hard to beat. That's a tough. So then I get my fourth that's a toughie. pick. toughie. Uh, fourth pick. I know what your fourth pick is. What do you think my fourth pick I'm not going to say it because then... Is it the greatest college football team of all time? Maybe. It's the 2019 LSU Tigers. I knew it was going to be the Greatest college football team of all time. Joe Burrow. They beat the shit out of everybody. You uh, remember the stats? It was like 62 touchdown passes. <laughs> like five interceptions or something. It was nuts. He was just chunking it 70 yards down the in field. The most drives. In the semifinal game, they were up like 49-7 to seven at halftime. Yeah, it's he nuts. He threw like seven touchdown passes. In the, it was they, just a crazy year. They won the national championship handily. Yeah, they beat the shit out of Clemson. Only close games were... They were blowing out Alabama, let Alabama come back. They that close season, game against Auburn. That season got me into college football and, and paved the way towards this podcast because it made me force myself to get interested in things that I wasn't used to. I mean, it was just a great season. It was a magical season, especially if you're a fan. So the 2019 LSU Tigers, best college football team of all time. That's my fourth pick. That's solid. I like that pick. I'm going to go with greater good for my fourth pick. Greater, greater good. The emergency response team. Like lame. Firefighters. Lame. Paramedics. You this know. is the dude you went to high school with. Oh, you're right. Damn. <laughs> Backpedal. I'm no, going to go with... picked it. You picked it. I'm going to go with... The, the hand is off the chest piece. Fire trucks <laughs> and police officers, EMTs, emergency response teams. Because if you get into fucking trouble and you call the cops and they don't show up, you might be dead, homie. So I don't care if you think it's lame or not. You need them. I'm doubling down. EMTs, fired people... Police people. Weren't you screaming defund the police? No, never. <laughs> not not in recording anyway. Never. No, uh, emergency response teams for sure. Top I mean, level. yeah, I appreciate what they do. That's a lame pick. Whatever. I hope they don't answer your call next time you need something then. Should have put them on my list. Should have put... Hey, you should have put you on my list. 
All right, so what's your fifth and final pick? Here's the question. Do you go real? Do you go not? Do you go serious? Like, what what do you do? What do you do? I... Like, who are you going to call? The Ghostbusters? You might. They're iconic. They're coming out with a new movie. Oh, did I just ruin your little lead-in? No. But I think I'm going to go with the Ghostbusters. Okay. Spanning four generations. You know. That includes the women's Ghostbusters. It does. That led into the new men's Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, Please, we got to bring back the thing that works. Bill Murray coming back. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd coming back. Dan Aykroyd's Paul a Rudd's crazy man. I think it's Paul Rudd. He's in the movie. Paul Rudd's in it, too. I love Paul Rudd. Dude, Ghostbusters is a great team. They're going for the greater good of their team, which at the end of the day is like nothing. It's just like value of entertainment. Just having a good time. The fifth pick is just fun. Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? I wish I could call them. That would be cool, actually. I wouldn't want to deal with ghosts, though. Be kind of. It would be interesting weekend. It would be. You know, if you only had to do it like once. All right. What's your last pick? All right. So my last pick. I'm going to pick. I did a little guest pick. Uh, guest pick. I need to do one of those. I day. asked somebody top five or like favorite team. They gave me their favorite team. Team of what? Oh, wait, this, I is, just the, said this is the top team. five. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I said favorite team, that's what they said. Who'd you ask? And is there you shouting out? Yeah, ask Clara, my girlfriend. Ooh, ooh. She's French. She's real French? Very real French. So cool. this kind of uh, pick makes sense. So my number five pick is the French national football team. Two-time World Cup winners, some of the best players of all time, Zinedine Zidane, Thierry Henry. Uh, oh, you Kiel- told me about Thierry Henry before. Kylian Mbappe, all French. Uh, all of one World Cups with France. One That's a the, good pick. A they, celebrity they pick, out, if you will. Celebrity pick. Put out some of the best talent in all of world football. French national team, my fifth overall pick. That's a good pick. So that that wraps up uh, top five favorite teams. So to wrap to sum it up, to my number it, one. Sum it up. Wrap it, sum it up. I can't rap, so I'm just gonna sum it up. That's a better way to do it. My number one pick. Was the Allied Powers World War II? Shout out USA. Shout out USA. Number two pick is the 1990s Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls. Ooh. Number three pick is the Apollo 11 moon landing mission. Fourth pick, the 2019 greatest fo- greatest college football team of all time, LSU Tigers. Fifth pick, the French national football team. Brother, I'm just happy to live in a world where all five of those things can be on one list. <laughs> Me too, brother. My number one pick. For the top five teams were the Avengers. Number two is the Manhattan Project team. Number three is the 92 to 95 Cowboys. Shout out, Dad. Number four is emergency response teams. Shout out, Lame. And number five, my final pick, is going to be the Ghostbusters, because who else could you call? All right, so with no football this week, we're going to move on to a slightly uh, new segment. Sad face emoji. Similar to the football segment where we talk about games makes picks, but this one's going to be about other sports, and it's, we're going to have a little twist to it where we bring our own picks. So how do you want to call this? Pick your own pick? Bring your own pick? Pick your own pick? I like that. Pick, pick your, your own, own pick. play? Pick, pick your, your own play? play? 
something like that. So we're going to each bring PYOP. Uh, this week it'll be four uh, different games, different matchups, different picks we're willing to make for the week. Doesn't have to be the same, can be the same, but it's going to count towards our picks record. Uh, it could be any sport. It could be anything you want. As long as it's playing within the specified date range. Yeah, which would be before next Tuesday, before next Monday. Right. Finished by the end of Monday, I would say, just as a maximum. Because sometimes we do cover those Monday night games. Correct. So let's jump into it. Uh, you want to give our your your first pick? All right. First one's going to hit a little close to home for me. And then a little bit further away from home. It's going to be the Pelicans at the Spurs. NBA game. This is on Saturday, correct? So yeah, I think this was February on Saturday. 3rd. Yeah, February yes. 3rd. Pelicans are going to play the Rockets. Before the Spurs on oh, Friday. Oh, you know what? This is actually on Friday. This is games on Friday. Yeah, this one's it's on Friday because they're going to play the Spur, uh, the Rockets tomorrow. Which, because today's Wednesday. Playing the Rockets tomorrow, Spurs on Friday. Um, so, they're 3-5 and five against the spread. And Zion, as usual, is fucking hurt. I think he's, he's not projected to play in this game. He's not project, projected to play against the Rockets. They don't have anything to say against the, uh, the Spurs yet. Yeah, but they take time off, too. I think he... He'll probably be good for Friday. Pelicans, they've. This is actually one of my picks too, so I'm gonna jump in. I have a few facts for the game. Cool. Uh, Pelicans have won the two matchups this season, December first and December seventeenth. I mean, the Spurs I, both times. I kind of expect them to win because the Spurs are ten and thirty-seven. Ten the, and thirty-seven, but they've won out of the last five. They've won two of them. They were winning tonight as we were speaking. Wimby has been going off. He's been as advertised. Yeah, they're just going to build a team around him. He really has. He's been flexible, you know, not spraining the ankle like everybody thought he was just going to come out and just be wrecked. The Pels, they've been, I mean, they're right in the thick of things in the, in the NFC, in the Western Conference. I just, uh, I, I think, think they're they the five do. seed. They're going on the road, though. You, it, you always got to wonder when teams go on the road in the NBA. Uh, it's just something about it. Yeah, you get that kind of road discount. But even. I think the Pelicans, as you said, the Spurs are, just aren't a very good team. They have one. They have one very good player, and then maybe some not-so-very-good players. They probably right. have a few other good players, but they're taking on a Pelicans team that's just a better team. They I, are a better team. You know, you got Brandon Ingram. You got Zion. You got C.J. McCollum. When healthy, they're going to perform, but the Pelicans just piss me off when they do this thing where they keep losing games they should win and then winning games that they have no business winning. I mean, it's the NBA regular season. There's no game. Like, Pisses me off. Everything could be a win. Everything could be a loss. I got the Pelicans winning the game, though. I also have the Pelicans, although I could easily see Wimbenyana do that thing with the spark in the offense where it shows hope that the team's going to be good. Yeah. And that they will probably good, be good long-term, but I still have the Pelicans winning. Nice pick. I got one more pick for Friday. This is actually is an NBA game. It's a German soccer Bundesliga game. Bundesliga? Bundesliga. Uh, we got Borussia Dortmund coming okay. in. They're fourth place in the league right now. Uh, ten wins, six draws, three losses. Or it might be opposite. It might be ten wins, six losses, three draws. Fair. 36 points. They oh, no, do it their is, dates it is six weird. Draws. They probably is, do their records it weird, It is weird. Too. It's six draws. Ten wins, six draws, three losses. Coming in in fourth place, taking on Heidenheim. 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 Uh, coming in in tenth place, six wins, five draws, eight losses. So who do we know on this team? Dortmund they have. Well, they just loaned out one of the best young American players, Gio Reyna. Uh, you're probably not going to know anybody on the team. That's fair. 
Now, they're semi big team though. If I like, I sometimes I, sometimes I just talk to you for for football advice. You know, on on the the ground football, if you will, um, the soccer. If I'm not being disrespectful by saying that, sometimes I ask you for advice. So if I'm a like a a gambling man, what am I saying? For like goals here, is this like an over/under type of match? Because those are the things that interest me. Bundesliga typically is uh, higher scoring, but I assume I didn't look at the over, but I assume that means the overs are probably a little higher. Okay. So I don't know. It could be. Uh, Dortmund's kind of a free-flowing team. Uh, as I said, fourth place versus tenth place. Dortmund plus fourteen in goal differential. So they've overall in the season they've scored fourteen more goals than they've let up. Heidenheim is minus seven. I think Dortmund's just a better team. Anything can happen in this game. They drew the first time they played, which was in September of this year, 2-2. I think Dortmund finds a way. I think Dortmund gets the win. I think they're the better team. Uh, so that's my pick. The Borussia Dortmund Bundesliga game, February 2nd. I'd follow you blindly into that one. Just because you know way more about it than I do. My next one, I think I'm going to go all NBA here. Just because... Oh, I got no more NBA left. I didn't take... I don't follow a whole bunch of college sports and I know I need to. That's everybody's like bread and butter and my thing's just all like paying attention to professionals because to me, that's where everything matters. Um, I got the Bucks at the Mavericks. You it's know, a good game. Two decent teams where you got Kyrie. He's been out for like five straight games with a like sprained thumb. Yeah, but then Luka's been scoring 70 points. And then Luka's out tonight and tomorrow with the sprained ankle. So you don't even know if he's going to play. It's really just a rest game. Giannis is going to do his thing. You know that. They got Dame Lillard, too. They got Lillard. Just fired their coach and hired another coach, even though they're in second place in the East. See, I was going to say that not Giannis is the fault of their losses this season. Their coaching was the the problem with their losses. I mean, they're second place in the East. Why'd they fire their coach? That's what everybody was surprised. Then they hired Doc Rivers. I mean, I guess you fire him just to hire him. Yeah, but I mean, Doc's a good coach, but I don't think he's that kind of coach. So if her, if Luca and Kyrie are both out, I mean, I think the Mavs are the more vulnerable team here either way. So I think even with Luca and Kyrie in, I think the Bucks are going to win just because Giannis, when he needs to, can step up and be the playmaker. I mean, he is a playmaker every game. Where's the game at? In Dallas? It's in Dallas. It makes it tough, but I, I would pick the Bucks in that game, too. Now, I think one of the two, I think Luka or Kyrie, one of the two are going to be out. Maybe Kyrie's back. Maybe Luka has to sit. Either way, if you have Seth Curry getting all the play time, I think it's definitely the Bucks. Seth Curry's been a start. Like, no, I think he's good. I just think if you're facing Seth Curry versus the Giannis Bucks team. Shots at, at Seth Curry. I like him. I just think if you're facing a Giannis Bucks team, you're not going to win. All right, so my next pick I'm bringing to the table is a top 10 college basketball matchup on Saturday. Top 10? Big 12 matchup. What does that mean? That's just a conference. Okay. Uh, that has like 17, 18 teams. So 12 means nothing. It did at one point, like 20 years ago. But Okay, so falsified, misinformation, <laughs> malinformation. Well, they made their whole branding, and then they switched teams, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> we got to pay a new graphic guy. Uh, but he already made the outline so on the two. <laughs> It's in Roman numerals, but the the, That's logo, even worse. the logo for the conference is still like XII. Oh, God. But uh, Big 12 matchup, number four. Big 12 is probably the best basketball conference. Uh, 
college basketball. But number four, Houston Cougars. Number eight, Kansas Jayhawks. In Kansas, Houston 19-2 and two overall, 6-2 and two in the Big 12. Kansas 17-4, and 5-3 and three in the Big 12. In their last five, Houston's won all five. Kansas has been up and down, alternating wins, losses. Uh, this is their first meeting as Big 12 uh, opponents. This is Houston's first year in the Big 12. I think these are the two best teams in the conference, two of the best teams in the nation. I think Houston goes in the fall Allen Fieldhouse, one of the hardest places to play in college basketball. I think Houston gets the win. They've been, over the past five years, one of the best programs in college basketball. Damn. Houston Cougars. Let me write that down. Houston Cougars. What's their phone number? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I thought it was a call service. 281-330-8004. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, Houston Cougars. That sounds like a... That, that, I mean, everything you said makes me just want to agree with you because I didn't... Uh, Kansas is the traditionally better team. I mean, I do have a couple Kansas sweatshirts that... I mean, if you're getting Kansas sweatshirts in the mail, you know they're good, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of what you have to assume. I mean, as long as they're not arriving by wagon. Yeah. I, uh, I like that. This pick-your-own-pick thing is kind of cool. My next one's going to be another NBA game. I've fully decided. I got two picks left. I'm going both NBA just because I'm too scared to go with the Pebble Beach event. I think I, it's risky. As long as you admit you're scared. I am scared. And you know what they say. Scared money don't make money. So I'm going to go with the Lakers losing to the Lakers. But that would imply right now you're playing scared because you're scared of that. That would mean you would bet the thing you're scared about. Oh, God. (laughs) But you said it already. Is this a time loop? (laughs) Groundhog Day situation? I think the Lakers are going to lose to the Knicks this weekend. This is a Saturday matchup. Uh, The Lakers are coming in the favorite. winning. country is a big deal. Five of their last five games. That's a big deal, too. Winning your last five is, is tough. Um, LeBron has also been out with a, an ankle injury. I, he'll be, he'll be in, you know, for the game. It's no big deal there. They're playing at Madis- Madison square garden. Like you said, it is a tough matchup going across country, but the Lakers are three of five against the spread in Madison square garden. So they, it seems like they're getting the, uh, you know, on the road discount this week, but I still think the Knicks are going to come out and play strong. I think they're going to play hard. Kawhi, James Harden, Westbrook. This isn't the playoffs we're talking about. So they're going to come out and play very well. That's the Clippers. You just... Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the other team. I had the other <laughs> one below it. The Knicks. My B. It's like, when did they play for the Knicks? <laughs> Julius yeah. Randle? Yeah. I think the Knicks are going to come out and win. It's even against a, a powerful, you know, fully healthy Lakers team. The Lakers aren't that good of a team. They're not that good of a team this year. I think Bron's just trying to hold on for his kid. And I guess that's a sneak peek to my next pick where we'll be talking about the Clippers. Yeah, I guess you gave away your last pick. God uh, damn My it. last pick, though, is going to be a back-to-college basketball, biggest and best rivalry in college basketball, the number seven Duke Blue Devils going to Chapel Hill to take on the number three North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, Carolina comes in 17 and four, nine and one ACC. They were undefeated. They lost got upset last night by Georgia tech. One of the lower teams in the league, uh, taking on Duke. Who's won four out of five first meeting this year. I mean, these games are usually pretty epic. Anything can happen. I think the home court advantage and just UNC being the better team, in my opinion, I think that's going to prevail. I got the Tar Heels 
beating their arch rival, the Blue Devils. The Tar Heels over the Blue Devils. Do you know who the Clippers are playing this weekend? I did not see. Uh, they're playing the Heat. And the as heat I sucking. as as I uh, misspoke previously, Kawhi Westbrook and Harden are not in the playoffs currently. So yeah, the Clippers they, aren't. So they are currently going to be playing fire. They're always good when they're not playing in the playoffs. At least Harden is. They're 30 and 15. It's a pretty solid record. <laughs> Are you record. trying to do something right there? I don't know. Just thinking. <laughs> I know that Harden is good when he's not playing in the playoffs, typically. Yeah, but he's hasn't been good. Not great this season. Not great this season. <laughs> 30 and 15 is the Clippers' records. Um, they're... They've been pretty good. Jimmy Butler's back, so I think he's adjusting to, uh, you know, being back on the court, having to play the minutes and everything. He's back off the injury. He's adjusting well. He's starting to shoot a little bit more. I think the Clippers are going to win. Heat are 24-23, and 23, so they're winning 1-1 one and one pretty much. Um, outside of that, yeah, Clippers are going to win. Yeah, so to recap my four picks that I'm bringing to the table this week, I'm going uh, the Pelicans. Pelicans over the Spurs on Saturday. I got on Friday uh, Borussia Dortmund over at Heidenheim. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the Pelicans game is on Friday. Friday, yeah. Uh, then on Saturday, I got the number four Houston Cougars beating the number eight Kansas Jayhawks. My last pick also on Saturday night, number three UNC beating number seven Duke. Nice. I got the Bucks beating the Mavericks. The Knicks beating the Lakers. Like you, I have the Pelicans beating the Spurs. And I have the Clippers beating the Heat. Welcome back to Stakes and Takes. And I have to say time is running out. We have two weeks left of this season. Two weeks left to decide who is the winner of the inaugural season and who is the loser? There's only two of us, so it has to be one. It has to be the other. We're currently at a standings. It's pretty close. It's Both been close all season. Remarkably close. 198, 104, and 4 for myself. 199, 103, and 4 for you. So we're one apart in picks. So a big week for one of us where the other one doesn't do as well. Could, it could put it out of reach. Could, yeah. Could win it. Christian, you're 199, 103, and 4. In bets, I'm 83, 58, and 4. Christian, you're 85, 58, and two. It's been a, it's been a good season. You know, we we've, we've focused a lot, we've run it up, we've done what we had to do. Like I said, two weeks left. It's the final countdown. It's time to pick. I think so. What do you have for bets this week? For your bets this week. So I got three UFC bets, and then. With football scrambling, without football scrambling, so I got two soccer bets, the other kind of football. I went with four UFC and one NBA basketball. So my first UFC, I got Rude Boy Randy Brown money line at minus two sixty. Next but, UFC, I got how do you say his name? Hisriev, Hisriev, Kizriev, Kizriev. I got his money line minus one seventy. Then I got uh, Dolidze. His Throwing money line, say, yeah, plus one forty. Those look, I, I don't have the same picks, but I, I have to say, 
I see where you get each of them. Even though I don't agree with all of them, I see. I understand where you're coming from. I also have Kizriev, money line minus 170. I took Natalia Silva. Kind of, she's she seems like she's gonna be like kind of a killer in this fight over Vivi. I like that pick. Think she's gonna just kind of sweep it. Probably a knockout in my opinion, which are fun to see in the women's flyweight division or any women's division, but especially the flyweight division. I got Drew Dober money line, the iron chin. I think it's hard to knock him out. And with a guy like he's facing, zero knockout victories, I think Drew Dober is going to go in and just put in some work. Then, to counteract your Dolidze pick, I have Imamov winning. So we got some different ones there. Different ones there. And then my two Imamov money line, by the way, sorry, is uh, minus 170. No, no problem. My two uh, non- MMA bets, right? As I said, we're soccer bets. I got one of the games I talked about already. I got the Dortmund money line, Borussia Dortmund minus one thirty-five. Then on Sunday, Arsenal play Liverpool. I got the Arsenal money line plus one ten over Liverpool. So if if Arsenal's plus one ten, does that mean Liverpool's the favorite, or they or is it a matchup where they are close? Liverpool is the favorite, but not necess- That wouldn't necessarily mean it, but in this case, it does. Okay, that was what I was asking because I know a lot of soccer or football games. It doesn't mean that it's the favorite where they could both be plus odds. Yes. Because it might be a draw favorite or something like that pregame. That's why I was wondering. I do. I've, I've seen Arsenal play a couple game, a couple matches this year if I'm going to be PC. It's a big game, too, because they're playing the, the top they're, team in the league right now. Can they beat them? They can. I mean, I know you believe in them. No, they legit can. Good. They drew earlier this year. Oh, well, that means that you're one goal away from winning like if you three drew. Three weeks ago. What do you have for your upset? My upset uh, is actually one of your bets. I got Drew Dober money on plus 155. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a, a steal. I think I'm going to bet heavy on that one. I might go up a couple units just just to bet on that one because I, I don't see a way he, he loses as the underdog in this fight. Um, my upset is Nassim Salikov. I think he's... Or Muslim Salikov, sorry. Muslim Salikov, I think he's going to he's gonna win. He's the underdog on the, on the fight here. But... I think with his striking prowess, I think he's going to have what it takes to, you know, counteract the odds against him. All right, so that wraps up episode 30 of Split Decision. Check us out next week where we're going to recap UFC Vegas 85. Look ahead to UFC Vegas 86, Piper Hermanson, and have a Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl? Super Bowl?